Shortly um, after the resurrection, Jesus actually cooked breakfast for his disciples. Such a everyday thing, such a natural thing. And he did this in the, the, the shore of Lake Galilee. And I want us to read that and join a part of the conversation. <laughs> so, John chapter 21. Afterwards, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Canaan and Galilee, the son of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boats, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. And he says, throw your nets on the right side of the boat and you will find some. And when they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved says to Peter, is it the Lord? And as soon as Simon Peter heard him say it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him for he had taken off and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. And when they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with the fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have caught, just caught. And Simon Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dare ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. And we'll continue reading. And when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? And he answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus says, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. Now, there's a symmetry here between what's just happened in this scene and Peter's denial of Jesus three times when he denied Jesus three times in the courtyard in John chapter 18. Now beside another type of fire, well, just a fire, an everyday fire that you'd warm or cook, Jesus has an incredible encounter with Simon Peter, one that I think 
I, I suggest this, transformed his life forever. Do you love me? Jesus asked Peter three times beside that fire. And it's as if Jesus recognized the power of that particular moment in Simon Peter's life because of the recent experience that he had. And in this brief, I mean, there's lots to unpack there with the Greek word of love, but all of that aside, but in this little encounter beside this fire, there's so much power and there's so much grace that God extends to Simon Peter. Don't forget how he denied Jesus, how he probably cursed Jesus in the night when Jesus was betrayed and arrested. And don't forget how traumatized he must have felt of saying, no, I do not know him, three times and then the cock crowing. That must have broken him. And the pain and the anguish, I'm sure, still existed in his heart. If I asked you to quickly zoom over 2022, and I know some of your stories, but not all, but if I asked you to very briefly, and that's a task for everyone, whether you're a young person or whether you're as old as me, to think about 2022 and what particular experience comes to mind for you. Don't shout it out. What particular experience, and in there, there's lots I know, but one in particular. It might be something quite recent. If you had a birth, or there was a wedding, or if a family member confessed Jesus as Lord and Savior, I can imagine that experience is a joyful one. Or if someone did something to you and you're still living with the consequences, or if someone made a choice and their choice is still affecting you today, and your heart is heavy, and you, you're so glad to see the back end of 2022. Or if you have went through, or are still going through, something medical that's ongoing, it's long. I can imagine you're, you're feeling this pain. Yeah, there are other little highlights, but the overriding experience is pain. But what if, as disciples of Jesus, you're feeling that you've wasted and squandered a year? You've wasted and squandered. You've just been lazy. What if that is the overriding experience that you have? Um, and there's a, maybe a bit of frustration at yourself, loathing at yourself, you shake your head and despair at yourself. Maybe that's your experience, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure, even with 42 or 43 people, I've captured some of your experiences with just those ones that I, I threw down earlier on. So I ask you to imagine this, holding all of this in your hands as you sit beside Jesus in the Lake of Galilee. Imagine that thing that is so heavy and it's still with you and you don't know how it's going to be. It could be do with business, it could do with family, it could do with relationship, it could do with health, it could do with how you feel as a disciple of Jesus Christ. And you're holding that memory in your hands beside Jesus on the shore of Lake Galilee. Jesus' question is not this. 
was 2022 a good year? Jesus' question was not this, was it a bad year? And Jesus' question wasn't even, have you grown in the last year? That's not what Jesus' question is to any of us. Jesus' question to you and I, I think at the beginning of 2023 is this, do you love me? As you sit with Jesus at the beginning of this year, with whatever is still with you, whatever you need to carry into this new year, the question I felt most important, not about resolutions and things that we could and couldn't do and we're going to set before us, you know, pull up our socks and all of that sort of stuff. My question is this from Jesus, do you love me? I think that's all that Jesus asks. Do you love me? Not could, I, could you do better or, or any of that. Simply, do you love me? And it's not a test. The question is not a test. It's not do you love me and then just show me. Show me how you love me. Show me, go and show me. That's not it. Jesus, I think, question to us today at the beginning of this day, before we go to the street party, before we go back for a steak pie or whatever it is, is do you love me? And it's an invitation. simple. Please close your eyes for a moment, if you can. If your children don't allow you, don't worry. And the shore of Lake Galilee, as Jesus sits with Simon Peter, who has just rejected him, before Jesus, at Jesus' greatest need when he was rejected and despised, Jesus came to him and says, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Jesus' question to us, with whatever we carry, however we think we have measured up, do you love me? And it's an invitation to step into that to the new year. Lord Jesus, I love you. I yield myself to you and to your grace. I don't deserve it. I make so many mistakes. I made plenty during 2022. As well you know I did. But I know that you love me just as I am. Hallelujah. And as it says in Romans 8, in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.